You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and this isn't a normal episode that you would hear every Tuesday, which is uh, about an hour of general knowledge trivia, because today is a special bonus episode, and I'm glad to be joined here by the person that is most equipped to host this bonus episode, and that is Jeff. Hey, how's it going, Neil? I feel like, uh, yeah, out of the four of us, I I might be the best equipped, but... uh, I think so, too. Certainly not... uh... Best equipped overall. There's got to be somebody who knows more about geography than me. In fact, I'm thinking we have three of them with us today. I think we do. We have uh, some uh, great uh, trivia fans and uh, trivia players uh, who signed up to play a geography uh, bonus episode. Um, And like I said, normally we have an hour-long episode every Tuesday you can listen to. So if you just started listening to the show on this episode, know that uh, we don't talk about geography all the time. We we uh, try to include as much as we can, but uh, this is for the tr- geography diehards. Um, and speaking of that, we wanted to thank a bunch of our Patreon supporters and listeners who submitted questions for today's episode. This is sort of a new format we're trying where we kind of uh, community source some questions, we write some questions ourselves, uh, and we want to pay a huge thanks to uh, Not A Robot Patreon member Drew Davies from San Diego, uh, Will Gilbert, uh, Sean Huang, Ryan Boyd, uh, Ian Belovich, Oakland Five supporter, and uh, Ann Herndon. And uh, I wrote uh, a couple questions, uh, also uh, questions from Jay Friend, and uh, Jeff also wrote some other questions. Uh, so thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Uh, we hope that uh, you know we do them justice when we read them and the, the players are able to answer them. But as I said, we need players to play this game, so let's introduce them now. Our uh, Our first... Uh, contestant uh, we want to introduce, and I do want to say all of these contestants are Patreon supporters, which we appreciate. Our first contestant coming to us from the Dallas area, Nathan Charnock. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? We're doing okay. And you told us right before we started recording that it may be a little bit dangerous where you're at. We hope you're okay, but uh, is everything all right by you? The storms haven't quite started, but we'll we'll see. They'll be here eventually. All right. Well, hopefully it doesn't uh, turn into anything dangerous, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. So I work for the public transit agency here. Uh, Grew up in Texas. I've lived around in some other places, but just ended up back here. And uh, 
Yeah, there's at one point in my life I was so poor that uh, my best way to eat was to get gift cards from Bar Trivia. So I've stuck with it ever since. That's a that's a great story. Uh, we all love going to Bar Trivia and getting those uh, those gift cards um, because I feel like a lot of Bar Trivia you don't get uh, huge cash prizes. I think I've only been at one where like a TV I think was the prize, but Jeez. that was that was like eighty teams or something like that. So normally oh, wow. it's you know you get twenty twenty five bucks thirty bucks to go buy some chicken tenders or something for the next week. So um, yeah, we appreciate you being here, Nathan, uh, and uh, good luck today. Thank you. Our uh, next competitor uh, coming to us uh, from Sandy Springs, but just right outside Atlanta, is uh, Zane Placey. He was just on a recent episode uh, hosting uh, a game, which we had a lot of fun with. Thanks for joining us again, Zane. Yeah, really good to be back. Uh, good to be here as a contestant. Uh, hopefully, I don't embarrass myself. Oh, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, we see you uh, supporting your Georgia Bulldogs there with a, a flag behind you. But uh, for people who don't know anything about you, why don't you give us a little rundown? Yeah, I just graduated from the University of Georgia last May and then moved to the Atlanta area uh, where I work in pension consulting. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, and our third guest uh, today uh, is not only a, a great person who's been on the show many times, but they're filling in for one of our Patreon supporters, Dave Nelson, who couldn't be here thanks to uh, Time Warner. Uh, so I'm sure he's cursing Time Warner right now. But uh, this person wrote uh, an awesome book that we loved reading called The Brain Boosting Trivia Book for Adults. And that's our friend Paul Paquette coming to us from Ottawa. How are you, Paul? I'm doing very well. And sorry about uh, to, to, be, to be, have to be a sub and all the time war difficulties. So uh, we'll pour one out for him. Yes, yes, we will. And and it's not like you're a, a stockholder of Time Warner and you helped cause it, so. No. <laughs> uh, so for people who don't know you, uh, you do a lot of wonderful things in the trivia community. Why don't you just uh, refresh everyone's memory? Uh, so I curate the Trivia Hall of Fame. That's one thing. Uh, back when the Vegas event was, was a deal, I went there and did events. Uh, I had a newspaper column, through syndicated column for a while. I had a column on Reader's Digest. Uh, sort of things. Well, wonderful. Uh, and I know that uh, I'm very appreciative of you as well. You were one of the first people to uh, see a version of the the finished book, being Patrick Swayze, which I appreciate. And I got a chance to see your book. So uh, where can people find your book to pick it up and get a little bit more trivia in their lives? Uh, the publisher is very keen that you get it from Amazon, but I couldn't care less. So if you find it at a nice independent bookstore, I'm all for that. Awesome. And uh, once again, the title is The Brain Boosting Trivia Book for Adults by Paul Paquette. A title I didn't pick, by the way. <laughs> oh, what, what would have been your title, by the way? I don't know if I, you knew that. I, I, I never even thought about this. How to win a trivia night, perhaps. See, that's a little bit more on, you know, like yeah. right in your face. Like if you want to know how to win, just read the book. Yeah. A little bit yeah. easier. Uh, all right. Well, we have our three competitors. Uh, the way that today's game is going to work, uh, our previous uh, bonus episodes you may have heard before, such as The Office or... Um, other shows like that, the NFL, we would always have competitors uh, that would get the same question and then they would lock in with their answer. But we kind of listened to all those episodes once again, doing a little quality control and thought you're just hearing a lot of repetitiveness, right, Jeff? Yeah, that's true. You know, you get everybody locking in with the exact same answer and uh, it's not as exciting. You don't get as much trivia. Um, so right. what we've done is tried to uh, amass questions, kind of rank them on what I think their relative difficulty is. Um, and uh, we're just going to see how it goes. Right. So uh, all these uh, competitors are going to get their own question to hopefully allow uh, more trivia questions. We have a pretty deep bank today. We have about 45 or so, but hopefully we won't need to use all of them. Uh, but the first uh, person to five without missing a question is going to be the winner. So if everyone hits five right away, then uh, the next wrong answer, that person will be eliminated until there's only one, just like Highlander. So 
Uh, hopefully that all makes sense. But uh, I think we'll just go in the order that we introduced everyone. We'll go Nathan, Zane, and Paul. Uh, and uh, Nathan, are you ready for the first question? I am as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. All right. Well, I'm going to throw it to Jeff. And if he needs my help, I'll be here. But uh, I think Jeff is going to be able to control this one pretty good. I'll, I'll probably have you uh, in a couple rounds, Neil, read uh, the questions you wrote because I think they're good, but they're a little on the tough side. So we'll start out with some easy ones or easier ones. All right. First question to you, Nathan. Uh, what is the second largest rainforest in the world following the Amazon? I would guess it's probably the one in North Queensland, but I can't think of the name of it. So I think I'll have to tap. All right. And that is the Congo. Oh. The Congo. All right, next question is going to be to Zane. Uh, this river has had quite a few songs written about it, including ones by Tennessee, Ernie Ford, and John Denver. What is this river, which is in the shadow of the Blue Ridge Mountains? Oh, yeah, so I'm going to go with um, a river that uh, was around where I used to live in Maryland. So I might be a little bit off geographically, but I feel like I've heard a song about this one before. I'm going to say the Shenandoah. The Shenandoah River is correct. Good poll. All right, and the next question to Paul. The U.S. state of Florida is described often as two geographical areas. One, the Florida Peninsula. What is the other area? Uh, the Panhandle. Panhandle is correct. All right, after the first three questions, uh, Zane and Paul on the board with one. All right. Next round, we've got uh, back to Nathan. I'm sure you've heard about the clean water crisis in Flint, Michigan, as that is still ongoing as of this day. But what I'd like to know is, where is the previous source that Flint, Michigan used before the crisis occurred? Would that have been Lake Ontario? Unfortunately, that was Lake Huron. Lake Huron. Yep. All right. Next question is going to go to Zane. City-states like Monaco, San Marino, and Vatican City all have notoriously short borders with their neighbors due to their size. What is the country with the next shortest cumulative land border? Just so you know, it is located in Asia. Uh, I'll go with another country in the city-state kind of category, and I'll say Singapore. All right. It is uh, not Singapore. It is, in fact, Qatar. Qatar? Oh, darn it. All right. And over to Paul. Uh, Lake Titicaca sits on the border of which two South American countries? Okay. Bolivia is one. It's either Argentina or Paraguay. I'm going to go Paraguay. Uh, you were on the right track with the P. It's Bolivia and Peru. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah, very close, though. Very close. Uh, now, Jeff, um, are these uh, difficult uh, as far as geography is concerned for you, or are they kind of rising in difficulty? Because I don't know any of these. So. Um, yeah, I would say these these are relatively you know difficult. Your your average you know I I know the fifty states location person might not know these so okay well i'll just keep my my mouth shut then because <laughs> i'm not understanding a lot of it i wrote a couple but i don't know if they're they're too hard but... actually you know what neil on that front why don't you tell everybody what you wrote because uh, i like your questions and i think we should do them next all right well thank you all right i, I only wrote three questions so this is all you guys are going to get and i hope it's okay all right uh nathan this one is for you what self-governing british overseas territory sitting about 650 miles east of north carolina is an archipelago whose capital city shares a name with a founding father. Or an archipelago, if you prefer. Or ar archipelago, yes. Hmm. All the ones I could think of right off are Spanish and Portuguese. Uh, man, I'm going to have to tap on this one, too. I can take a stab at it if... Um, yeah, go ahead. If you'd like that. Um, I believe this is Bermuda with capital Hamilton. That is correct. Capital city Hamilton of Bermuda. 
All right, now Zane, here's your official question. While the River Shannon in Ireland is the longest river in the British Isles, this river, flowing through England and Wales at 220 miles long, is the longest river in Great Britain. My knowledge of British rivers is pretty much limited to just the Thames. So I'm pretty sure that's wrong, but I'm going to say the Thames. You are close with the Thames, uh, which is number two. Uh, but would any, it, anyone like to take a guess? Is it the Avon? It is not the Avon. Uh, I'll give you a little hint. It kind of sounds like a Harry Potter character. Is it, It's Severn. Severn River. Yeah, yes, the Severn. River Severn. Yep. So that is the number one at uh, 220 miles long. Uh, but no no shame in that, Zane. This is just because I've been watching a lot of British TV over the year. So, <laughs> uh, uh, And Paul, here's your last question, at least from me. Uh, you'll find the first skyscraper and tallest building in Italy, Pirelli Tower, in what city? Italy's second largest that's home to the Alfa Romeo factory and considered one of the big four fashion capitals of the world. Uh, Milan. Milan is correct. So after that question, it uh, looks like Paul has two points, Zane has one point, and Nathan's still in the fight. Uh, not uh, having a point yet, but uh, still there. All right. So I'm going to uh, start with Nathan. What is the name of the sea that separates Italy from Croatia? Uh, it's, the, it's the Aegean, correct? I think. No, not the Aegean. Uh, You're going with Aegean? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. I, don't, I, don't th- uh, I don't think that's right, but... No, unfortunately, it is, is not correct. Does anyone else have that one? It's the uh, Adriatic. Oh, Adriatic. Adriatic is correct, yes. All right, and uh, so we'll hand it over to Zane. Speaking of the Adriatic, Italy is bordered by the Adriatic on its eastern border. What other sea on its western border? I mean, my first instinct is to just say Mediterranean, but you probably would tell me to be more specific if I said I that. I would ask that you'd be more specific <laughs> than that, yes. Uh, okay. Um, trying to think of um, like the name of the sea that would have like the Italian and French islands in it, like um, Sardinia and uh, Corsica and all those guys, but I am not sure that I'm going to come up with it, so I think I'll have to tap. All right, you were in the right area. This would have Sardinia and Corsica and run down to the northern border of Sicily. Anyone know it? Is it the Tyrrhenian? Tyrrhenian Sea is correct, yes. I would never have got that. I only know that because I used to play diplomacy, and that's one of the seas in the game. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is a sea-themed round. Um, So the question is, uh, to Paul, the unofficial prequel to Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre has a title that includes the name of what body of water? The only sea that doesn't have a bordering coast. Okay. It's the Sargasso Sea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, the uh, you are correct. That is the Sargasso Sea. That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten that one wrong in trivia before. And I still For a moment I thought it. you meant that it was written by the by the Bron- the prequel was written by the Bronte sister, but you're actually talking about a different book. So Yes, I'm talking about the unofficial yeah. one, Wide Sargasso Sea by uh John Reese, I believe. Yeah. Or Gene <clears throat> Reese. I can't remember. Yeah, what's that little extra trivia there? Yeah, it says that the the book was released in 1966, and uh, the Sargasso Sea is bounded by four ocean currents, known for its brown sargassum seaweed and calm blue seawater, where it gets its name. Oh, nice. Yeah, thank you, uh, Will Gilbert, for that little extra tidbit there. All right, what are our scores looking like, Neil? All right, uh, looks like we have uh, Nathan uh, still yet to be on the board, but still close, Zane with one, Paul with three. Uh, question to Nathan. The Canadian Four Quarters is a quadrupoint formed in 1999. Located between Kasaba 
and Hasbala Lakes. What four provinces and territories form the Canadian Four Corners? Saskatchewan, Alberta, Yukon Territory. I'm trying to remember the other one, but it's not coming to me. Uh, so I'm just going to guess Northern Territory, even though I don't think that's correct. All right. Uh, Saskatchewan and Northwest Territories are correct, oh. but the other two are Manitoba and none of it. Oh, on the other side. Okay. Sorry. Paul, I figured you'd have that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm assuming you also know the American Four Corners, though. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ask him about that. I can never remember <laughs> where all this U.S. states are is a mad jumble to me. Like, I know the East Coast, the West Coast, and everything in between could be anywhere, for, as far as I know. That's that's pretty funny. I was because I was like I was like I know, I have a feeling you'll know it, but I was curious <laughs> if you'd know the American Four Corners. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have that one written out. But uh, I, I think, I, 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 think I can guess. I think it's Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, and Colorado. Uh, you are uh, close. Okay, Zane, what do you, you look like? You had it. I think you got all of them right, but Nevada. I think the other one is Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and. Uh, and, Don't they have like a, a seal there where you can? Yeah, they have like a little um, thing on the ground with the the intersection. Right, you can like stand, stand there. On. Yeah, yeah, you can. I've uh, actually been there, and there's a uh, photo op where you can like lay on the ground with one limb in each of the four states. So that's a good picture. <laughs> cool. I always meant to go there, but I'm never really out in the American Southwest. So, it, it anything above seventy degrees, I recognize is too hot. So. Um, all right. And uh, our next question, we're going to go to Zane. Um, in the United States, metropolitan statistical areas often encompass several counties and cross state boundaries. For example, the New York City MSA, a region home to four, or 20 million people, includes 23 counties, which are portions of four different states. What is the only MSA with a population of over 1 million that is entirely contained within one county? I'm going to say Los Angeles. Uh, you are very close. Uh, it is the San Diego. Um, due to its border, of course, with uh, Mexico, it is entirely contained within one county. Uh, the larger urban population of the San Diego area is uh, 3.3 million. Large military base there, too, I believe. Uh, yeah, my uncle uh, actually was stationed there for quite a few years. So uh, I have been there. All right. And uh, next question to Paul. Leave it to the British to draw messy borders. One is the only unclaimed landmass in the world outside of Antarctica. This region, shared between Egypt and Sudan, is known as what? Oh, rats. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to ask for the countries. I, um, <laughs> they're getting harder. <laughs> okay. It's something like Sir Wally. Okay, is that what you're going with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm this pretty is, sure it's Burtawil. Burtawil is correct. Yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, this is due to the fact that either nation claiming any part of the land would, uh, in you know, basically state that they're the border that the other one disputes is correct. So yeah, that neither are willing to take action. There have been people who have gone there and tried to claim it as their own, but uh, there was yeah, one it's... guy who went there and made his daughter a princess. Yes, I, I... a <laughs> princess. I think that's every daughter's wish. You know, take me to a country and make me a real princess, Dad. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Got the next round. It'll go to Nathan next. What city, the 17th largest in Europe and second in its own country, was according to legend founded by and named after the Punic generals Hamilcar and his son Hannibal? Hamburg, Germany. Uh, unfortunately, it is, that is incorrect. It is Barcelona. Barcelona. All right. The next question will go to Zane. Um, if you were uh, initially in a boat near Cherbourg, France, prior to being sucked across the core of the earth, finding yourself diametrically opposed to where you were before at a volcanic island chain south of New Zealand, you might be where near. No, let me. That that was not reading. All right. Uh, next question to Zane. If you were initially in a boat near Cherbourg, France, prior to being sucked across the core of the earth, finding yourself diametrically opposed to where you were before, at what volcanic island chain south of New Zealand might you be near? Um, I feel like I've heard something called this before. Not sure, but I'll say the Cook Islands. Okay, these are uh, very early appropriately named for the question. Uh, these are the Antipode Islands. Oh. As they are the opposite place on earth from Cherbourg, France. And the next question in the round goes to Paul. Paramaribo is the capital of what country? Pretty sure this is. Yeah, I'm going to go with Suriname. Suriname is correct. Good poll. Good poll. Well, what are we looking at with scores, Neil? So that uh, would bring Paul up to four with uh, Zane remaining at one. And uh, Nathan uh, still yet to be on the board, but still close. Yeah, these are uh, these are some tough ones that were submitted today. Now, just as a little break here, because we're we're uh, getting kind of close here. Uh, do each of you have a, a favorite geography trivia question that you love seeing at trivia? Because uh, you know it right away. You're like, oh, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pounce on all uh, all on that one. Uh, Zane, how about you? Uh, you might have to come back to me. Oh no, it's fine. I'll, uh, <laughs> Nathan, uh, do you have a a favorite uh, geography trivia question you can think of? Like, uh, uh, name all the former capitals of Yugoslavia, which oh, is... Oh, wow. Uh, I can't remember the one for North Macedonia, but I... Because it's, it's new, so I have to... Skopje, I think. Okay. Skop- Skopje? Skopje. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But that's the... the uh, that's, that's neat. Old European history is always fun when you, like, you know, capitals of former nations and whatnot. That's got to be a pretty deep... Uh book of of answers i would think and all the different countries yeah and uh paul do you have a favorite geography trivia fact or trivia question 
Well, I'm trying to, as I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to get a better idea of where all the American states are. And I discovered something called the Mimal Chef. And it's M-I-M-A-L. So the M is Minnesota and it's the chef's hat. Okay. I is Iowa, it's his head. Uh, The other M is Missouri, which is a shirt. Uh, Arkansas is his pants. And Louisiana is his feet. (laughs) And if you look, it looks like he's cooking a chicken of Tennessee on top of Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. He's cooking a chicken of Kentucky on top of Tennessee. Yeah. So that, yeah, I agree. That's that's one of the easy ones for me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, so the Meemaw Chef, there. I know, and I know the Four Corners now. So <laughs> there you go. I, I have to look up that picture. Uh, Zane, uh, how about you? Any favorite geography facts or trivia questions? Yeah. So uh, Mount Kilimanjaro is uh, unique among like the seven peaks, uh, like the the uh, seven mountains, which are the tallest on their respective continents, and that's the only one, if I remember correctly, that's not in a mountain range it's just all by its lonesome and it's also the only one that you can like hike up without any specialized equipment like i have some friends from college that have taken trips to like climb mount kilimanjaro and it's not like they're mountaineers or anything you can just take a trip and do it if you feel like it so if you want an easy mountain climb (laughs) yeah easy (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it still takes a bit of work Yeah. Well, it's probably, you know, it, it's all by its lonesome, like Zane said. Uh, maybe it's a little sad that it's by itself, but it allows, you know, amateur climbers to climb it. So I guess it's a trade off. So, um, Jeff, uh, like I said, looks like we got uh, zero, one to four. What's this next round looking like? Yeah. This next question uh, is going to go back to Nathan. Um, in which U.S. state would you find the alphabetically first U.S. national park? I'm going to guess New York because that's one of the A ones that I can think of right off. So, you're probably thinking of Acadia. Acadia, yes. Yes. Uh, Acadia is the correct park. Uh, that is located in Maine. Oh, it's in Maine. Yeah. Okay. You got the park, though. So Yeah, you were, you, were, you were very close on the right track. Next question here is for Zane. The Pan American Highway is a road that goes from Prudhoe Bay on the northern coast of Alaska to the capital of Tierra del Fuego at the southern tip of South America. Well, almost. There's a 66-mile gap called the Darien Gap where the road has not been constructed based on the difficult terrain. It is located in two countries. Name both. I was hoping you were going to ask me for the capital of Tierra del Fuego, which, <laughs> I, know from, which I know from watching an episode of Top Gear. Well, uh, what is it? Ushuaia. Oh, I I didn't remember that one. I I know I've seen that episode. I've seen every episode of Top Gear, but he had, he got like two of the hard to pronounce ones. That Ushuaia, and then the other one that he answered <laughs> that started with a B. Oh, uh, I keep knowing things that are my actual questions. <laughs> <laughs> the Darien Gap. Yeah, and you can't buy a good pair of khakis there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Neil, 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 Neil. This is all I can contribute. <laughs> I'm torn between either it's like something in the Amazon rainforest, so it would be Brazil and another country, maybe something to do with um, somewhere near the Panama Canal, so that it might be Panama and Colombia. Um, so I guess I just have to take a, take a pick here. Um, I'll go with Panama and Colombia. Panama and Colombia is the correct choice. You got it. Nice. Nice job there. All right, and the next question is going to go back to Paul. I don't really want to be someone who mispronounces this. N'Djamena is the capital of what country? 
It's Africa for sure. I, I will spell it for you because I, I oh, no, know. Actually, I, I, I know the city you mean. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure it's in Chad. You are correct. It is Chad. The country named for the lake that it is or was or yeah. isn't. I don't know. Much easier to pronounce than N'Djamena. <laughs> N'Djamena, yeah, N'Djamena. So what are we looking at, Neil? Well, uh, that uh, answer of Chad uh, brought Paul to five. So I, I believe that means Paul Paul won today's game. Paul is our winner for today. Great job, Paul. Thanks. I think I might have had slightly easier questions, though. But that, that's okay. <laughs> they all randomized. But uh, since, yeah. since you hit five, though, why don't, let's just keep going for fun. And we'll sure. a- ask a yeah. few of these other ones if you guys are okay with that, Zane and Nathan. Yeah, sounds let's good to do me. it. All right. All right. Uh, let's go back. So uh, over to Nathan. Um, the capital city of this Indian Ocean Island nation shares its name with a television show that went for 10 seasons from 1968 to 1978 and starred Peter Falk in the titular role. What is uh, this capital city? Colombo. Colombo is correct. All right. On to the next question. This one's to Zane. Uh, it is unclear if you'd find M. Night Shyamalan visiting what second largest city of Croatia? Um, I feel like the M. Night Shyamalan re- references um, going way over my head here. Um, have you seen a lot of his movies? I have seen none of his movies. Oh, you've seen none <laughs> of his movies. <laughs> I just realized what this is. Because, <laughs> like, I know that, like, he, there are... He had that like trilogy of like superhero movies, like sp- like I guess Split is something that could be like a, the name of a Czech city. So I guess I'll say Split. Uh, Split is the correct answer. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know anything aside from Zagreb for Croatian cities. So well done. I uh, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Yeah, that's a cool fact. I, I didn't know that one either. All right, Paul. What Pacific island nation is the only country to fall into all four hemispheres? Uh, it's pronounced Kiribati, but it looks like Kiribati. Yes, uh, Kiribati is correct. All right, so uh, I'm going to ask uh, a couple more questions before we end the game. Uh, these are just going to be toss-ups, so the first person to uh, get it to shout it out. Uh, how many countries does the Sahara Desert cover? Since no one else has said a number yet, I'll just say 10. I think it's 13. Okay. I, I, I'll say 12. I have no idea. Uh, all close, but uh, 11. It's 11. Uh, okay. Egypt, Algeria, Chad, Libya, Mali, Mauritania, Morocco, Niger, Sudan, Western Sahara, Tunisia. Wow. You got that, Neil? Oh, yeah, I'll remember that. I'm just thinking of the, the Matthew McConaughey movie, Sahara. So that's all where my head is at. Uh, what country is the largest in Africa by area? By area is uh, Congo. Algeria. It's Algeria. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's Congo, I believe. Yeah, it is. It is. It is actually Algeria. Oh. Oh. Very close behind is the Democratic Republic of Congo, and then Sudan. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, how many countries make up the Arabian Peninsula? Five. Yeah. Yeah, five. it is five. Yeah. Uh, I count uh, Yemen, Oman, Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, oh, yeah. and the UAE oh. for yeah, seven. Yeah. 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 A lot of ni- oh, it was good gusto, though. It was good teamwork. That everyone thought it was five, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are some of my questions because uh, I, I like making people pull up maps in their head and then do math. So, uh, but uh, I think everyone did uh, you know pretty well today. There were there were some, definitely some hard questions in there. I appreciate uh, all of the people who submitted questions uh, today. I think uh, 
there were definitely some good ones in there. No, there were some really good ones. Um, Actually, and, they were all good. I, I think all of these are good questions. Right, and like I was saying, you know, I don't know what is hard and what is easy, but uh, our competitors did a great job. We did have one uh, listener, uh, Jay Friend. He wasn't able to be on the episode today, but he uh, he just submitted one question, which I thought was kind of fun. It yeah, might be. I was going to save this one if we got to a tiebreaker. So let's just do it this way. There's three competitors. Um, so uh, let's start with Zane. Can you name three countries that start and end with the letter A? Uh, Algeria. Um... Albania, Australia. Okay, right. those are three. Now there's nine total. So let's see, Nathan, can you name three outside of Algeria, <laughs> uh, or the ones that Zane said? I should say. I um, definitely got the easiest part of this question. <laughs> Paul, Paul's the one who gets this, the hard one, but he did win today's game, so I feel like that's only fair. <laughs> so he said, he said Algeria, Australia, and what was and it? Albania, and Albania. So mm-hmm. uh, Andorra, yes, Argentina. Mm-hmm. And um, Armenia. There you go. All right. So All right, are... Paul. It's left to you. Right. There's Australia. Uh, Austria, rather. Austria, yes. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My wife actually made a point of memorizing all the world countries in alphabetical order. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, and I'm sure she could she could do this without a moment's hesitation, but... That's a skill I do not possess. Yeah. It was her way of counting sheep at night. So instead of counting sheep, she'd go A countries, B countries. Oh. Um, I'll kick myself when I hear them, too. Uh, you, if you want, I can nudge you in the right okay, direction. Okay, sure. Uh, one is uh, South African. Okay. And the other is Caribbean. Uh, oh, uh, Antigua. Antigua. Antigua is the Caribbean one. Antigua and Barbuda actually works that way yeah. as well. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, Southern Africa. So you got South Africa, Lesotho, Eswatini, Mozambique, Angola. Angola is go. correct. Great, yep. great teamwork from all of you. <laughs> yes. That, that's a hard question. Um, well, thank you very much for for joining us uh, on this uh, geography bonus. We're kind of uh, learning as we go here, fixing the rules and getting them to be the best listening experience. But uh, let's start with Nathan. Thank you very much uh, for hanging out with us today. Um, any uh, shout outs or plugs, anything you'd like to say, uh, floor is yours. Uh, nothing really at the moment. I'm, uh, trying to get, a get, get back into music now that COVID's going away and clubs are open, but nice. Nothing on yeah, that. I saw a symbol behind you and, and some, uh, sound deadening, uh, panels. Is that, is that what I'm seeing? Are you a drummer? Yes. Oh, I've actually got a whole studio. I've oh, got... nice. It's awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> so, you were kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, so, you know, I, I do a lot of just recording by myself, but I'm trying to get a band back together and whatnot. So maybe nice. more on that front in a few months. We'll good, see. Good luck to you. I know it's hard. Ken, uh, Ken's tried to put the couple bands together over the years. So yeah, yeah. we definitely know what that's like. So best of luck to you. Thank you. Yes. Best of luck. And who's behind you there with the fedora? I know it's a visual or an audio medium we're, we're on here, but it's going to be uh, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> oh, nice. mostly awesome mostly when guests stay over i put them outside the the, the door of the guest room in the middle of the night so. <laughs> or put him in the bathroom <laughs> so so what you're saying is if you, if you were an airbnb you would not be guaranteeing a big sleep no all right uh well yeah thank you so much nathan uh yeah definitely hit us up if, uh, if you get that band together and we'll have to uh to hear from you uh soon we hope and get you on a regular episode cool uh 
Zane, uh, great job today. Uh, any uh, shout-outs or uh, last uh, statements from you? Yeah, so uh, I was just on, so I pretty much did all my shout-outs on that episode. I guess I've been going to uh, bar trivia on and off for a while, uh, but I'm handicapped by the fact that I know nothing about pop culture from before I was born, which seems to be a very popular topic for bar trivia. So if you live in Metro... If you live in Metro Atlanta and uh, are on the Discord and know about that stuff, then maybe hit me up. <laughs> you and I should be teammates. I used to think I was really good at pop culture. I realized that hasn't been true since 1995. So. <laughs> and uh, Zane, what's your Discord name? I think it's just my name. Oh, it's just your name. Zane, Great. So yeah. all of our Discord members, if you can, yeah, hit them up and, and help them out. I would help out if I could, but uh, I'm not in Atlanta. But uh, if it's a, a stream or something, let me know and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, Paul, uh, you had uh, the great book, as we said, the brain-boosting trivia book for adults with a title that you hate, but the content is all good. So uh, any Thanks. last uh, shout-outs from you? Uh, well, every time I'm on your show, I discover you've got a surprising number of uh, listeners in Ottawa. So uh, for the couple dozen of you, my wife has a book called Auto Road Trips by Laura Byrne Paquette. So. And you may be interested in Atlanta for some reason, God knows why, or Dallas, but you know who knows? No, that's great. So you said it's uh, Ottawa road trips? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll have to take some of those road trips ourselves, uh, maybe uh, drive up to Canada at some point, uh, Jeff, yeah. and come play trivia. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, Jeff, I'll throw it to you. You're the uh, the geography man. Uh, any final statements on the state of geographical trivia? Um, I think geographical trivia is in a good place, you know? <laughs> that's your... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the pun was intended. Um. But no, I, uh, it's, uh, it's always been a fascination of mine, um, and it, it continues to be, um, especially as, uh, you know, the map has changed somewhat dramatically even since we were children, Neil, um, with about, you know, 15 countries that didn't exist when we were born or, or maybe more. And um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not set in stone, uh, you know, and then even looking back into the histories, and I love to find out why borders ended up the way they were, especially some of the weird ones and i don't know i just think there's uh there's a lot there's a lot there you know a lot that you can learn and uh i find it very enriching so well no i i agree and i appreciate you hosting today's episode if uh if you'd like to listen to more content you can go to our weekly tuesday episodes for more general knowledge trivia with geographical questions there geography questions uh and the last thing i'll say other than a thank you to our guests and everyone who wrote questions jeff is you're talking about how borders are ever changing and as we know there are no more borders, just Barnes and Noble now. So thank you everyone for joining <laughs> us. Uh, we, uh, we thank you for listening. For Zane, Nathan, Paul, uh, and Jeff, my name is Neil. And that was Triviality Bonus. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.